Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by the ever-grinding Jim Eichenhofer. The man doesn't stop. One eye, two eyes, no eyes, doesn't matter. Uh, The dude will just root around like a mole man finding the information. But he is seeing everything clearly today. And uh, Jim, good to see you, man. And today we are continuing our series of... uh, player podcast sort of wrapping up the season uh and we're going to be talking about the big man today mr zion williamson with antonio daniels gonna be a fun one it should be and you know when i think about zion i think sometimes back to 2019 that fateful day i was in chicago in may there four years ago um the world was very different back then actually there may have been something that happened in 2020 that um changed some things but yeah it's it's fun to think back on those those halcyon days uh, when yes. things were great and Remember? everyone was happy but yeah i think you are the good luck charm by the way i know david mm. griffin talked about that thing he brought on stage yeah, and all that was, it was you let's be honest thanks joe i i would like to think that i had some effect even though i probably didn't can uh, david griffin bring you on stage next time <laughs> let's just do that just Come on up with Jim and uh, and let's do it because look, it's it's coming up. the uh, the 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 lottery is going to be uh, upon us soon, and the Pelicans don't have a great chance. Let's be honest. We're talking all this. Matter. What no. if what if we won the lottery again? But it's not great. But it's possible. It is possible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's funny to think back to 2019. They actually had a they only had a six percent chance of winning yeah. the lottery that year and did it. It was um, unlikely. I remember. Unfortunately, if my math serves me correct. They actually had a 12 times better chance of winning the lottery that time oh, than they did this man. time. Um, they have a 0.5% chance of winning the lottery on May 16th. You're saying there's a chance. Maybe a little better number, more, more, maybe a little bit more optimism can come from me saying that they have a 2.4% chance of finishing in the top four. Sure. So obviously, um, at the lottery, the only thing that is determined by the drawing is spots one, two, three, and four. Right. The Pelicans have a 97.6% chance of finishing 
14th and keeping in that pre-lottery slot. Yeah. Um, that leaves 2.4 for any of the other four spots. We would be doing backflips. I would, I'll speak for myself here. If they finish even fourth, would they have a 0.7% chance of finishing fourth. Yeah. That would be amazing to yeah. be able to go from where the Pelicans are to that spot. I feel like the rest of the league would be extremely angry if the Pelicans don't end oh, up in the 14th slot. It'd be horrific. The yeah. hate would rain down. It'd be hilarious to be the uh, the villain for not our own uh, fault, but yeah, it, it would, would be, be funny. Uh, you know, speaking of villains, I got to say, uh, we were talking about uh, the playoffs going on today, and uh, you know, just watching Draymond Green's I'm going to call him uh, antics, uh, you know, his his, hijinks. Yeah, his hijinks and (laughs) antics. uh, Let's just call it that. Uh, It's been uh, it's been interesting to watch uh, the varied media reactions to what's going on. Uh, because I remember uh, flipping on the television and watching him uh, trampoline a man and uh, thinking uh, that seems a, a bit egregious. Uh, but not a little over the top. Yeah, yeah. not everyone seems to agree. Some people seem to think like, oh, he just kicks his legs and flails that way. Yes. I, I don't know. It just seems to be only him. I don't know. I mean, there was the time, too, where he used Billy Hernan Gomez's yeah. shoulder, I believe, as like Chicken a weaving. lever to, to get off the floor. I don't know. I guess there was no, there was no teammate nearby to help him off the floor. <laughs> right. So he said, hey, this... Hernan Gomez elbow or arm or shoulder or face looks like something yeah. I could use to get me off the floor. There Kicked was also Herb Jones in the face. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. Yeah, I, I think one of the speaking of media reactions, I think one of the things that's hilarious is how many people try to treat every single incident as though it's in a vacuum, as <laughs> yes. though like the, it's the first time that he's ever done what? anything. Like you know, I don't know why they should suspend him for you know stomping on Sabonis I mean it wasn't really that there's bad no, there's no re- you don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore dude. but from the right and from the other end of the spectrum I think it's funny to think about sometimes if you didn't know anything about the NBA and you never watched basketball you never seen any highlights yeah. and you saw one of the recent clips I believe it was either TNT or ESPN had like kind of a low light reel of him kicking Steven Adams in a sensitive yep, area yep him um, punching LeBron or u- using a fist yeah. for the um, undercarriage of LeBron. Yep, no, yep. I mean, if you Dylan Brooks too picking up the it, mantle for that, it, uh, continuing to hit LeBron in the groin. But if you, yes, if you think about it though, if you didn't know, how would you react if you didn't know anything about basketball and you right. saw that highlight reel of him? continually doing damage to people's groins. Yeah. What, what would you say? I, I mean, seriously, I, they'd be like, how is this guy still allowed to play the sport? What, <laughs> right. what? Did someone hit him with a stick? Maybe someone should do something about this <laughs> right. at this point. Something should be, it's out of control. Yeah. Right. Like, is this even the same sport? Is he just a, an enforcer? Right. Uh, no, There's a no. UFC NBA that has been started that we didn't even, that yeah. no one knew about. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could open up the mosh pit uh, <laughs> in the paint, but apparently you can if you're Draymond Green. Uh, right. So, yeah, that's been interesting to watch, just the uh, the people enjoying and, and not enjoying his antics. I got to say, I'm one of the uh, one of the haters, and it's been uh, interesting to see people still giving him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but look, we, we got to talk about our own mess. We got our own team to deal with because we want to be whooping up on those Golden State Warriors in a year or two. Uh, and, and a big component of that is going to be the big man, the man you were there to see, uh, the lottery chips fall where they might so we could get him mr zion williamson must have been weird getting uh getting confused for him all night too it's weird that y'all wore the same thing for draft night too. <laughs> yeah that happens all the time to me i mean i know me and, and another guy that i have that it's really odd if you think about this in this this three-person dynamic but Jonas valentunas i get to confused for him all the time too yeah. so yeah he looks nothing like zion somehow <laughs> you look like them both <laughs> It's, it's incredible. Yes, yes. You're, you're, but, just a ma- you're just a malleable man. Yeah, you know, it's funny. 
the beyond the people in Chicago in 2019, 2019 getting confused between me and Zion, I think the really overall rea- overriding reaction at the time is kind of funny too when you think about it was actually mostly people if I was wearing a shirt that had a Pelicans logo, people were congratulating me and saying, man, we're so glad that you guys won the lottery and not the Lakers or the Knicks. Yes. So that was a, that was a bright oh, moment man. for me. I, I was very about proud. Stephen A's Knicks rants at that point in Zion. I'd yep. blocked it out and uh, oh, just came rushing back. So that's what I remember. That's yeah. one of my most, besides the Pelicans actually winning the lottery and shocking everyone with that was just people congratulating me. Not really necessarily because they were happy for me, but more yeah. that they were happy that it wasn't a good night for a couple other franchises. It could be both. It could be both. You know, we like to see happy <laughs> hey, Jim I'm and fine sad Knicks fans. Yeah, exactly. I was fine with it either way. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it was a great night and, and a foundational cornerstone piece for this franchise. And uh, I think we, we still have to agree we've yet to see what it could be with Zion there uh, a whole season. And uh, it's something we're going to talk about with our guest, Antonio Daniels of Bally Sports. Of course, you can catch him doing color commentary with Joel Myers there. But we want to talk about Zion with him and, and see what, what he sees in the young man's future, what he can do going forward, uh, and, and what could have... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Ben. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, you know him, you love him from Bally Sports, color commentator with Mr. Joel Myers, you know him from Sirius XM, you know him from Playing Hoop, Mr. Antonio Daniels, here to talk to us today about Zion Williamson as we recap the season. Uh, AD, how you doing, man? I'm awesome. I am awesome. I, I do wish that 
I was still calling games. It yeah. sucks to sit here and watch these, these first-round games, understanding that that you had a team um, constructed to actually be there, not just be there, actually compete. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just enjoying um, watching these playoffs with the family. You know, that's the thing we were talking about, uh, A.D., is Jim and I were, were sort of discussing before you came on here that the Pelicans, you know, you sort of saw what they could be uh, in 2022 before the calendar year flipped and everything seemed to go sideways. This team seemed like they showed people legitimately with a with a large body of work that they could be a contender. For sure. But everything in this league is situational. Um, we talk about that all the time throughout the course of a game. You know, if you have eight turnovers in a game, if you look at the stat sheet, like, that's fantastic. But if eight of those turnovers came in the fourth quarter, it's not so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everything is situational. And when this team was – this league is about playing and peaking at the right time of the season. And I think if you ask any of the 30 coaches or assistant coaches or general managers or president of basketball operations, if you ask any of those um, titles, or any of those people, if you would like to peak at the end of December and the beginning of January, they will all say no. Right. Mm-hmm. All 30 of them would sure. say no. And we saw the best of this team in the month of December and to the end of December. But understand, you still have all of January, you still have all of February, you still have all of March, and you still have a week and a half of April. Mm-hmm. So, This team peaked too early in the season, but that aligns obviously parallels and marries with the health of Zion. Yeah. Yeah, AD, it's funny. We were talking about this in some of the shows throughout the season too and even after the season that I think one of the differences between the Pelicans in 2023 compared to a few years ago is I think in the previous decade when they had a good season, the ceiling was a little bit confusing because you had Golden State that the juggernaut Golden State that had Kevin right. Durant and right. it seems like the West is a little bit more open now and I think one of the things that I'm encouraged by too is just the fact that you know like you said you'd much rather have the stretch that they had at the end of the season than early in the first half but at least they showed that they're capable whereas I don't think this team or this franchise necessarily in the previous iteration with a completely different roster pretty much every single player was different had that upside um, but in terms of, you know, what you saw from... What makes it more frustrating, Jim. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Everything you just said is what makes it more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that, one, this team showed that they are capable of beating any team in this conference whole and healthy. Two, it, can you think of a season where the West was this wide open? No, definitely not. In no. the entire time I've been no. here. No. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a team in the Western Conference right now that is competing from seeds one through eight that doesn't have a check mark by their name. I mean, a, a question mark yeah. where it's like, man, well, they have talent, but, mm-hmm. or they had a good season, but they're inexperienced. You know, Kevin Durant and Phoenix Suns and those guys, they've only played a total of about 12 games together. Right. Right. Sacramento's mm-hmm. inexperienced. Golden State has been like Jekyll and Hyde from home to on the road all year long. Memphis, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark, you know, uh, how healthy is John Morant? So you can go down to different teams throughout the course of the Western Conference and realize and understand that this easily could have been a year for this team to accomplish something if, if holding healthy. And honestly, Jim, I know for myself and probably for a number of Pels fans, that's what makes this season 
so much more frustrating. Yeah, the fact that they, I mean, they showed it. And um, right. specifically with Zion, I mean, he's had, obviously it's been such a stop and start career for him where he played two seasons ago, he played 61 of 72 games. Then last season he doesn't play at all. And then this season he plays the first half. It's kind of hard to evaluate the progress of the improvement that he's made just because it's been so, you know, so much fits and starts. But I mean, from the 29 games that he played through the early part of January, were there certain things that you saw that were the most impressive in terms of what he's improved upon? I mean, do you think it's the playmaking? What what elements when you watch him play do you think that, you know, in the first half of the season when he was on the floor, he was able to show, okay, this is another step that I've made as a player? Well, I think first thing we have to understand is we're talking about a 29-game sample size and not a 60 or 70-game sample mm-hmm. size. Mm-hmm. But in those 29 games, what I saw for me, which was different than what I had seen um, in Zion prior to, was the mentality. The mentality was different. There were many games that Joel and I, Jen, were blessed to call that Zion took over. Right. Like completely took mm-hmm. over. Um, so it's not really – the skill set has always been there. We know that. The ability to handle the ball, the uh, being cerebral on the floor, seeing plays two or three steps in advance, um, the facilitating, breaking down defenses. But what I saw this year in those 29 games was the mentality was completely different. His ability to literally take games over on both sides of the basketball, whether it was a block shot, a steal, um, imposing his will on the game and playing with a force that we have not seen him play with before. So for me in those 29 games, that's really what has – that really was, uh, for me, what stood out more than anything else outside of, you know, his skill set is concerned. The mentality was different. He had a superstar's mentality in those 29 games. And you know what, what happens, what comes with that mentality, Jim and Joe, is that mentality is contagious, mm-hmm. right? So when you have a superstar mentality that is willing and has the skill set to take over games, that spreads to the fan base. So when you see Zion do what he did against Toronto, when you see Zion do what he did against Minnesota, that spreads to the fan base. That's where all of that, oh, my gosh, we are contending, comes from. So then when that is gone and the team starts to struggle, of course the fan base is going to have that again. So for me, it's all about the mentality and his ability and skill set to take and dominate games. You know, it, it was so impressive to watch him sort of dictate the pace of games. I think the Pelicans, we've again, the, a thing that Jim and I talked about is they've been very reactive sometimes. And, and to have that sort of force uh, sort of dictate the pace of the game is, is, is so important uh, going forward. And I, I want to ask you, you know, it, it's hard to talk about the season because it is a season of what ifs and what could have been. And you hate to have to do it again with Zion, but you're looking again at another offseason where – you just hope he gets right. He gets healthy. He gets his body right. But what else do you want to see from Zion in this offseason? Obviously, there's the stuff you, you want to see him get his hamstring right. You want to see him get his body right. But what parts of his game do you think you need to see him work on? You need to see him get more consistent at? Or what do you think he needs to do in this offseason okay. to help this team? And, and I think um, the thing I would like to see him do in this offseason is something different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that something different is. And I think that's the easiest way to put it is yeah. the reason I say something different is because 
whatever's being done in the offseason up to this point hasn't worked. Right. It hasn't worked. Physically, it hasn't worked. And this isn't a Zion issue. This is a professional athlete issue. Mm-hmm. It comes to a point in time where you realize what you have to do or what you need to do to have a long, sustained, consistent, and successful career. So I don't know what that something is, but something different has to be done outside of what's been done in the previous four seasons, right? Again, I'll be the first to tell you, and I'm not telling you guys something you don't know. I'm not telling the national media something they don't know. I'm not telling the Pelicans fan base something that they don't know. The skill set is there. The skill set is there to help lead this Pelicans team to somewhere where they've never gone before. Mm -hmm. We all know that. We all understand that. But for that to happen, availability has to be primary. That has to be at the top of the list. So I don't know what that something is because obviously I'm not training with Zion in the (laughs) offseason. I'm not there with him in the offseason. No one wants to see this young man succeed more than I do. I know about all that he's gone through physically and mentally and how mentally draining it is to continue to recover from injury after injury after injury. What I say is whatever's been done in this offseason, something has to be done different to make sure that you come back different physically, which will lead to coming back different mentally, in my opinion. AD, you mentioned how, you know, when he was on the floor, the confidence of the team skyrocketed. And obviously when he was out, they went through a 10-game losing streak in January. And this is something that David Griffin addressed during the exit interviews you know, maybe not even specifically just about Zion, but just overall, I feel like a lot of teams in the NBA are confronting the situation just on the way the league is trending where you have to be prepared for all situations. You have to be ready if, you know, some of your guys are out. I mean, do you feel like that there are things that the Pelicans can do to be better prepared next season for situations they're shorthanded and or maybe is it more just the development of some of the other guys will put them in a better position regardless, you know, meaning like the, the strides that Trey Murphy made, the fact that some of the other younger guys are getting better, like Herb had a really good close to the regular season and that kind of thing. Well, I think it's hard because I think every team in this league, Jim, is built around their stars. Yeah. And I've, I've been saying this all year about this Pelican team. Like, we can sit here and say, you know what, you need to prepare for Brandon Ingram playing – 45 games, or Zion playing 29 games. The fact of the matter is, I- I'm sorry, there's nothing Griff can do about that. Right. Yeah. Because your mm-hmm. team is built around your stars, right? It- even mm-hmm. if you look right now at what- what's going on in the playoffs, right? The Clippers are-, are without their top two guys. They haven't won since those two guys have been out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you look at Giannis Antetokounmpo being out for – the Milwaukee Bucks, you go down the list of different teams. These teams are built around – there's no sure. more professional sports league that's as star-driven as the NBA is. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is the absence of one player or two players makes a huge difference. Right. There's a, you know, I'm a silver lining guy, though. And, and what I've said all season, the silver lining to Zion only being there 29 games and B.I. being there for 45 or so games is the fact that what you just said is it speaks to the growth and develops and gives an opportunity for rest for guys like Trey Murphy, yes. for guys like Herb Jones. Because what we saw in Trey Murphy now was something special. 
that we would not have seen otherwise. So, yeah, those guys were out for a significant amount of time, meaning Zion and B.I., but I tell you what, what we saw in Trey Murphy is the budding of a young star. Mm -hmm. What we saw at the end of the season for Herb Jones is something to build around moving forward. So now, again, what this does is it gives you that, that, that confidence, that if, and I put if in quotation marks, mm-hmm. if Zion can come back healthy and if B.I. can come back healthy and you surround that with the leadership of C.J. McCollum and the growth and development of these young players, what this team is truly capable of. I mean, scary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's the thing, uh, and, I, and I hate to keep harping on this and continuing to dangle the carrot in front of Pel- Pelicans fans, but the, the Pelicans as a team did make growing strides this season, and you did see the development, like Jim said, of Herb and, and of Trey, you know, and, and maybe he wouldn't develop that way uh, if he didn't get those starting minutes, if he wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, foisted into the lineup. It was it was a, a, a crazy ascension, and, and you just got to hope that now, with, with all of these improvements around a now healthy Zion, maybe, just maybe, we can actually see uh, what this team there's, can do next season. Fellas, like, let, let, let's, let's keep it 100, man. Yeah. There's nothing more important in this league than health. Yeah. Nothing. I, I right. don't care which team you're talking about. There's nothing more important in this league than health is. And when this team went through that 10-game losing streak, because they're still young, because they're still inexperienced, because they're still impressionable for a lengthy amount of time, it almost felt like that broke this team. Yeah. So they were at rock bottom, but didn't have the star talent to get them out of that hole. So to watch the growth, the progression of a guy like Trey Murphy, the growth and progression of a guy like her, that's my, that's my silver lining of this season. Because those two guys in particular, uh, Trey Murphy, uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we saw things from Trey Murphy this year mm-hmm. that that I don't think any of us expected. I'm not even sure if he expected it yeah. to to come together this quick. But now that it has come together, it comes a lot of responsibility. But yeah. all of this aligns and marries with the fact that this New Orleans Pelicans team needs to be healthy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. And we want to see that centerpiece of Zion uh, anchoring down this team next season. Again, a disappointing end of the season, and uh, we hate to be looking forward to what will be. But thanks for helping us look into the uh, crystal ball and uh, get us through it a little bit as we're still struggling through it, A.D. Uh, Appreciate your time today on the Pelicans podcast, man. For sure, fellas. Always appreciate it. Anytime you guys need me, I'm here. Always great to have Mr. Antonio Daniels on the podcast. He is always busy doing his show on Sirius XM, uh, always talking basketball and always knows hoops. Uh, And you know what? It it sounds simple what he said about how players just need to be on the floor. And I, I wish there was some really smart thing I could say, but I'm not that smart. And it is that simple sometimes. There is nothing holding Zion back from being an absolute monster in this league. And we saw it. Uh, other than just being able to be on the court. When he was, he was putting up historic numbers. Uh, And when he wasn't, you know, the team had to reconfigure itself Mm -hmm. and struggled. And, you know, we we just got to hope that next season he's on the floor. Definitely. And I think if you look across the league, too, if you look at the teams, this is almost always the case season in and season out. The teams that exceed expectations are the teams that stay healthy the most. I mean, Sacramento... And the Knicks are two examples yes. of, yeah. of teams that they've consistently had their main guys in the lineup throughout the 
entire yeah, year. I remember Sacramento especially. I was a big part of, you know, nobody yeah. misses games on that team. Right, and if you look at the teams that did under expectations, a lot of times it is the teams that have a ton of injuries. Um, Portland is one example of a team that, yeah. you know, started off pretty well and then faded. I mean, similarly to New Orleans, but at a much steeper level yes. in terms of the way that they ended the year. So um, you're right. I mean, you have to have your main guys. And, you know, another thing too is when you factor in the salary cap – your, your top guys are making a big chunk of money. It's not like you can say like, okay, well, this guy that's making 30 million is out. So we'll, let's just sign somebody else who's making 30 right. million. It's not, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, the best, the best that you can do is try to just continue developing the other guys and developing some of younger players. I think to the Pelicans, um, from a positive standpoint that they are, I think they are in that mode of, mm-hmm. they have a lot of guys that are going to keep getting better. Yeah. So hopefully you know, God forbid, we don't want to see any more injuries. We want to see them be as healthy as possible. But um, you just, if you if you don't have that, and you you just need to avoid stretches where you have long losing streaks and yeah. you know spans that really are costly. It, you know, it's one of those things where I don't think any reasonable fan expected to win it all this season. Right. Uh, but it's also not unreasonable to be disappointed in how and where this season ended. Uh, so it's it's. I understand why it's frustrating, but you sort of you, you sort of see what may accidentally come from this season. Trey Murphy getting starter minutes because Zion went out uh, was directly responsible for us watching his ascendance. Mm-hmm. And now you bring Zion back to the fold, and you've got this now hyper developed Trey Murphy to put alongside him, along with a healthy Bi, a now healed CJ McCollum. And uh, boy, does this team all of a sudden seem way more dangerous. And you saw long stretches of it. I think that's the frustrating part is, as you were saying before, you saw what this team was when they had Zion, when everyone was was operating as they should. And then at the end of the season, you see a lot. Herb Jones, Trey Murphy playing way better than they were. Uh, even then, and now you add a healthy Zion to the mix, and the sky's the limit, man. Yeah, I think the part of the season where guys were asked to do more than they probably ever were expected to was definitely a good news, bad news thing. It was bad news because it was like, in some cases, you're putting guys in roles that they weren't really ready for at this stage of their career. And that showed up sometimes. Right, but on the other hand, they were challenged to do things that they – might not have been able to do. And as a result of that, they're further ahead in their progress than they would have been. I think Herb was an example of that at the end of the season. The fact that he brought out some of his offensive improvement and some of the strides that he made there. So um, overall it was, it was frustrating because, you know, you had, you know, some cases you have a guy who's you think is going to be your eighth or ninth man. And now he's your sixth man. And that's problematic sometimes because you, you know, you don't want to have guys playing above what, the role that that they're suited for yeah but long term you know hopefully that will pay off down the road with the guys going into their neck going into next season and going into training camp they're that much further ahead than they would have been yeah if you if you know anything about new orleans you know we love a little extra seasoning on stuff and now they just got a little extra seasoning for next season that's what i'm gonna say and uh look just just good luck to zion want to see him healthy want to see him whole on the court again uh feeling like himself and playing like himself and uh, we just got to wait and see what this offseason holds. going to be exciting regardless. Jim, thanks as always for helping me along with this podcast, with the information. I'm just a guy holding a microphone without Jim. Uh, and big thanks to Antonio Daniels for joining us as always. Huge friend of the podcast. Huge friend to all Pelicans fans who like good info. 
Hey, continue to tell people. Hey, the Pelicans podcast is doing a daily podcast now. What? Just for this offseason little stretch here. Uh, so we will be back tomorrow. That is Thursday uh, with another podcast focusing this time on Mr. Jonas Valanchunas. Uh, so going to be a fun one. Uh, stay tuned for that one. And we will talk to you then. So until then, <laughs> go Pels. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.